0: Do you know what the number one way to carve out your ideal career path is so that you can finally be thriving at work without having to work more hours? That's what I'm gonna be sharing with you today. Hi everyone, welcome back to another episode of Lena Patel Live. My name is Lena Patel, founder of Global Impact Systems, helping bring the sandbox to the boardroom. Thank you so much for joining me today. So I read recently that fewer than one in three companies have participated in a corporate mentoring program. And it seems crazy to me that they would not take advantage of this incredibly valuable process because it is the fastest way to help people move up the career ladder. It helps organizations grow. It creates leadership pipelines. It helps with succession planning. It is so valuable. And one of the reasons that stood out for me, and I heard Richard Branson say this or talk about this at one point, he says, a large reason that entrepreneurs don't get mentors is because they feel it's a sign of weakness. This is a huge misconception. Entrepreneurs with mentors show that they're willing to learn, they're open to different perspectives, and they're adaptive to change. And Branson himself credits much of his success to his mentors. So what I'm going to be covering today are the benefits of mentoring for you as an individual contributor, for you as an organization, the benefits for you as a mentor and as a mentee. I want to talk about the three different kinds of mentoring, dispel some myths around what mentoring is and isn't, and then when to consider mentoring versus other modalities that are out there. So let's dive in. Let's start with the three kinds of mentors. The first is The person that knows you and they know they made a difference. My earliest mentor was my grandfather and his mentor was Gandhi. So for my grandfather, he knew that he made a difference. It was a mentoring relationship. And it's similar to what we understand to be mentoring in that there's a formal setup. Each person knows what their roles are and how they're contributing to the relationship and what they're getting out of it. Now, another kind of mentor can be somebody who knows you, but they don't know they're making a difference. So my mother is a good example of someone who I consider to be a mentor, but she has no idea. I, I sat with her I remember a couple of years ago and I was telling her all the great things that the things that I really admired about her that She has incredible strength, inner strength. She has this incredible capacity to see the best in them, to bring out the best in them. And I so admired that about her. And I told her that a few years ago, we were sitting and having a conversation and she sort of looked at me blankly like, you got all that from me. I had no idea, you know, so she made a difference. I aspire to be more like her in, in that way. Um, it's it's a continual journey. But for me, she you know, she's somebody who really embodies that. She owns that. And the third kind of mentor is the person that doesn't know you and yet they still made a difference. So these could be people that perhaps, you know, they're in the public eye. So we really admire who they are, what they stand for. Maybe they're not even alive. They're you know a figure in history, but we look at them, we've learned lessons from them and somehow we're different. We've changed as a result. So those are the three kinds of mentors. Here's what being a mentor is going to do for you. It allows you to give back. It meets our human need for being acknowledged. It nurtures our listening skills, not just passive. So it's great for for a leader's personal development it provides a space for a mentor to share knowledge and that can increase their sense of self-worth it's great for strengthening relationship building skills it can really help re-energize your career and it leads to more personal satisfaction you feel like you're really contributing to another person's career or person's life in in some some way shape or form and so it gives you that sense of significance for a mentee they get to nurture their learning skills. So that's great for their development and their growth as a leader. It provides the space for them to share their knowledge and increases their sense of self worth as a result. And it really helps re-energize their career, gives them more, more of a sense of satisfaction that they're, they're meeting their need for connection, real in-depth connection. And because someone's actually listening to them and hearing what they have to say, it also meets their need for significance. And then the third part is how does mentoring help your organization? If you're going to input this strategy into your leadership development plan, it's important to know that it's going to help develop leaders within your organizations. You know, maybe you've had a group of newly appointed managers who've been put into leadership roles. Maybe they were technical managers in the past. Well, giving them the skills to be able to really step and own their leadership, a leadership mentoring program is a great strategy for that. It helps retain key talent, it supports your diversity strategies, and it teaches and encourages knowledge sharing. So let's look at some definitions of what a mentor is. This is the dictionary definition of mentor, and I I share this with you for a reason, so bear with me. The dictionary definition of a mentor is someone who shares the wisdom and can facilitate action that has a positive effect on others' careers and lives. I want to say that again because I think it's really important. A mentor is someone who shares their wisdom and can facilitate action that has a positive effect on others' careers and lives. And the dictionary definition of a mentee is the student of a mentor, also known as a protégé. So why am I talking about the dictionary definition of both of these? Because I feel like it's misguided us in in many ways it's taken us down the belief that it's one-sided relationship a mentor is somebody who shares their wisdom they're the all-knowing one there to impart their wisdom to somebody who is there as a sponge willing to absorb and really has nothing to contribute so that's sort of the perception of mentoring that is so prevalent in the world in this industry and it's perpetuated by hollywood and, and movies and so on and so forth I believe that there's more to the mentoring relationship than it just being this sort of one-way flow of information, knowledge, and advice. So let's talk about it. Let's talk about the truth of mentoring, what mentoring really is versus what people think it is out there in the industry. Mentoring is, number one, it's a reciprocal arrangement. A lot of people think of mentoring as you're either a mentor or a mentee. You're either in that relationship teaching or you're in that relationship as a student, as a learner. And really, I think we need to kind of shift from thinking about it in this way to viewing mentoring as a two-way street. It's something that the mentee benefits from and the mentor is gaining as well. Mentors have the opportunity, and I would go so far as to say, even the privilege of reflecting on pivotal career moments. They get to test their long-held assumptions and they get to really participate in another person's professional and personal growth. And, you know, let's talk about, you know, mentoring millennials. There's this added bonus when, when you're looking at spanning the generational gap. If you're looking at relationships that span cultural gaps as well, you're learning so much more from the other person that it really becomes a two-way street so great mentoring relationships are built on trust they're built on respect and the desire and the willingness of the mentor and the mentee to open up and learn from each other the second myth that floats around this industry around mentoring is that the mentor is the person that drives the relationship this could not be further from the truth the mentor is really the person that is creating structure obviously based on their availability, what they want to offer and so on. But the mentee is a person that's responsible for driving the relationship. And they should be shy about saying, this is why I chose you. This is what I'm hoping to learn from you. So the relationship is really best served by mentors regularly asking for feedback, just checking in with their mentee and saying, hey, is this helpful you?" And the mentee is regularly asking of their mentor what they want. For example, I'm I'm really interested in hearing about your biggest career challenges and how you overcame them. So they're the ones that are driving the relationship, not the mentor. And finally, the third myth I want to bust, and this is a huge one, is that people believe mentoring is the same as coaching. They are vastly different. There is some overlap for sure, but they are distinctly different. And I'll share in a separate episode next week. I'll dive into the differences between the two. But just a quick difference, just to get you understanding, we've already talked about mentoring being bidirectional, uh, benefiting both the mentor and the mentee. Well, in a coaching relationship, it's not going to be like that. The relationship is all about benefiting the coachee. It's about you know making sure that the person who's on the receiving end gets everything they need to get out of it. And the coach is not expecting to get anything else. Apart from, you know, compensation for their services. So if they do, that's a bonus, but that's not the focus of the relationship. That's not how it's set up. That's a real quick difference. And we'll go into those differences in more detail, like I said, in a future episode. When would you consider mentoring? Well, when you're seeking to develop your leaders, your talent pool as part of building a leadership pipeline. When you're seeking to develop diverse employees and remove barriers that hinder their success. When you're seeking to more completely develop employees in ways that are additional to the acquisition of specific skills and competencies. When seeking to retain internal expertise and experience residing in baby boomer employees for future generations. And when you're seeking to create a workforce that balances the professional and the personal. So that's my quick overview of how mentoring can serve you, how it can benefit you, and the truth about what mentoring really is. So I hope this episode has given you great value. If you enjoyed it, go ahead and download and subscribe today on iTunes or Stitcher so that you don't miss next week's episode where I'm going to talk about the differences between mentoring and coaching. You can check out the show notes for this week available at linapatellive.com. And share your thoughts and any ideas you have for future episodes by leaving a review on iTunes. I'll see you in the sandbox.